0: Welcome to this latest edition of The Real Deal Podcast with Cyril, Cyril Gerald Quinn on this 18th of March, 2021. This, of course, is episode 767 of The Real Deal Podcast, Snowfall, season four, episode five, They Get Back. Uh, this episode, uh, again, was a very powerful episode um, in in terms of the ideal of family, uh, the themes, and really, there's only one theme that I, that that really stood out to me, and that was dysfunctional family, and we saw this run throughout the course of the episode, um, with a, a number of our favorite characters and a number of our char- a number of characters through uh, through the course uh, in this show. Um, and we saw you know you you saw some you saw a lot of dysfunction and to be honest with you you saw you saw a lot of love as well so really a mixed bag uh, uh a mixed bag in terms of what you in terms of the, what the families dealt with um over the course of this episode we're going to get immediately right into best scenes uh so Leon's mom turns him away of course Leon at this point, is on the run. He he and Fatback have ditched the car. They blow up the car. He gives Fatback some money to kind of, you know, tells him basically, you know, to stay away from him while he, you know, figures out his next move. So he goes to his mom's house, and he has, he's hoping, he asks his mom for a shovel. Now, his mother hasn't seen him in, you know, seemingly months, as, you know, Leon's been doing his thing in the projects with holding down, you know, holding down that part of town. So Leon has a bunch of brothers and sisters, as we all know from back from even from season one, uh, when he got when he got shot. And we saw him, you know, you know, we saw him laid up in the house with his brothers and sisters. So he has a bunch of siblings and she, he asked his mom for the shovel. Apparently there was $20,000 that Leon had hidden, had, you know, had buried away in the backyard. She lets them know immediately that that money's gone. Uh, medical bills for the kids. Uh, one of the sisters got bit by a dog. Uh, one of, you know, another, one of her daughters had, I think it was in dialysis or something like that. We had medical bills. So she says to him that the money is gone. And, you know, tw- again, $20,000 is even, I know it was in the eighties and $20,000, that's a lot of money to spend. Um, to be honest with you but I, I don't think she was lying but of course he you know is in shock and she basically gives him a couple of dollars and seemingly I don't know maybe she gave him 40 or fifty dollars and, and gave him a house coat and now not only does she tell him that he that the money's gone she tells him that he can't stay here so he has no money and he's homeless so think about it. Leon goes from basically the kingpin of the projects to now being homeless with no money. And she puts it. She puts you know puts the housecoat on top of him or you know around him, and he goes about his business. Um, again, this was a recurring theme in regards to family. Uh, you see, I'm not even call this part uh, this scene a form of dysfunction. It's just a mother choosing to take care of her other kids, knowing what Leon was all about in terms of being in the drug game. And, and, that's, and listen. I, you can't blame his mom in the least bit. She has four or five other kids to take care of. He's out doing this thing in the streets. Uh, and the money, listen, the money went to where, you know, it, it went to the other kids, basically. <laughs> so Leon at that point has nowhere to go. He goes about his business and leaves the house. So we go to Jerome, Franklin and Louis discussing Leon and basically, you know, Franklin is sitting in a chair just contemplating what, the, you know, what the next move should be. Louis, in, to no surprise, once says basically says that, you know, Leon did this to himself and we should cut loose of him and, you know, give him up. They know that they if they don't give up Leon, then they're gonna be in the war with both Mad Dog, excuse me, <laughs> Mad Dog, Man Boy, and Scully. And I like I love Jerome in this, in this scene, because Jerome, Jerome wants to I mean, Jerome states the obvious without stating the obvious. So Jerome says, we got two choices. We could either go to war and protect him. Or give him up and avoid a war, so uh, so it's clear to me that it's it's clear that Jerome wants to give him up, but he just I mean but he you know he kind of I guess gives Franklin Saint something else to think about, but uh, so Jerome you know poses those two choices uh, as as Franklin contemplates, um, you know the next move again. You saw them discuss you saw them on basically three separate pages louis again louis wants leon out and louis wants to be done with it louis and leon of course we know they're not get along and you know she says hey he's not we're basically saying that he's not worth a war uh so Franklin, we will see what franklin uh so franklin we will see what franklin does um we go to franklin and jerome um so franklin ends up protecting leon uh he stashes leon away in a house in an apartment in one of the empty apartments that, him, that he and his mother own tells him not to go anywhere um tells him not to go anywhere and gives him a piece uh, a, a gun uh after after leon asked for the gun for protection um get an empty house, uh excuse me, empty apartment. And you know, tells Franklin, tells Leon, I will come, I will be back, I'll be I will be back with food. You can just lay low, which we know Leon has trouble, has a lot of trouble doing, but at this point he basically has no choice. He has two kingpins who are both after um his head. We go to Manboy and Khadija at the hospital. So, man, so they they're all at the hospital. Manboy and Khadija. Scully has yet to arrive. Um, Manboy uh, is trying to get information out of Kandisia in terms of who who killed his niece. We see the 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 dysfunction in this relationship, uh, the brother and sister, Manboy Manboy and and Khadijah, They clearly don't get along. Um, she warns Manboy that he better leave before Scully comes up and kills him. Remember, Scully and Manboy are at war. Scully, they tried to kill each other a couple episodes ago, and they've been trying to kill each other for the better part of the season. So that—that that is still a, a, a real thing um, that is go, that's going on despite this tragedy, despite the tragedy with the uh, the, niece, the five-year-old niece being shot. You see Khadijah, uh, you know, but a basically a blood-soaked shirt. Um and all indications, all indications what are that man boy that Khadija end up that Khadijah end up telling uh you know Man Boy that uh it was Leon, uh that it was Leon that um that killed, you know, that shot that that killed her daughter. But again, the important part of this scene is you see the separation in regards to Man boy and Um it's apparent to me that man Boy is a little bit older than Khadija, maybe by like two or three years, maybe by like a couple of years and um so we see the beginning of that. this would not be the the last of the scenes that they that that they have um, We see Jerome and uh we see Sissy. Sissy comes to visit Leon to visit Leon at the uh, at the apartment. Of course, you know she has the keys. So, along with Franklin's her apartment. And you know Leon. Um, and I didn't mention this on the last episode, but if it is it me or did Le- Leon's afro has been growing by each by the episode? It's like Leon, Leon has like a you know a, a 70s Angela Davis type afro at this point. So Sissy comes over. And braids Leon's braids Leon's hair, but even more than that, it, it was a scene of motherly affection. It was a it was a scene of love. Very, it's a very powerful scene. Uh Leon breaks down multiple times. You know, he is clearly, and we'll talk about it, talk about it even further along when we get to other scenes. He's clearly been affected and been is clearly distraught about in terms of You know, accidentally killing that young girl, killing, uh, killing that five-year-old girl. Uh, again, he breaks down multiple times as he's getting his hair braided, and you know, the thing about the thing I thought about in during this scene was transformation. Um, you you watch other you watch other shows and you see somebody cut their hair or you see somebody, uh. Get a new hairstyle and there's a form there is a it's kind of like a the character becoming is is, is changing into something else. And I think that, you know, Leon getting his hair braided maybe might lead to that might lead to him going in a different direction per se. I mean, we'll have to we, we'll see. But um, this was about this, this was about motherly love at this point. You know, he and his he and his real biological mother at all are clearly on the outs. So, um, so you know, this sissy, you know, came over in Leon's time, to, in Leon's uh, time of need, uh, and really, you know, comforted him uh, as she would her own son. And we'll we'll talk about that more as well. Also, I didn't have it, I didn't have it on the scenes, but there, how Leon was, how how Franklin called it with Leon. Leon, of course, was homeless. He did not sleep outside. He went, you know, it was cold outside, even with the house coat. So he goes to a he go he went to his Franklin's out and Franklin's father his shelter. Out and of course spotted Leon easily. He knows you know, he knows him from you know, of course he knows him from, from Franklin and those two growing up together and that and of course Alton let uh, Franklin know. So that is how if you're wondering how Leon was, was uh, not, I I wouldn't say captured, but how uh, Franklin caught up to him, caught up to him. He basically, you know, walked into Franklin's uh, domain, so to speak, by going to his father's shelter. Um, Jerome and Franklin in the car, very interesting scene. They discussed, as they discussed Leon in the car. And this was the point where I think that Franklin decided that he was going to um not give, he was going to back Leon and and not give Leon up to Man Boy or Scully. Jerome says, basically says, I mean, Leon, Franklin basically said Franklin basically says, you know, how is he? And Jerome says, you know, he's he looks out of it. He looks distraught. He kinda he looks like someone. you know, he looks like that really fucked his head up. And, you know, at that point, you just hear, you just see Franklin Saint's face. You don't see, it's not, there's no response. But I think, I really believe at that point that Franklin decided uh, to uh, allow Leon to to not give, to not either kill Leon or give him up to uh, Manboy or Scully at that point. Um, So that, so they, you know, I don't think Jerome, I, I think you know Jerome is just, you know listen Jerome is a straight shooter. I know earlier in earlier in the podcast I might have said that Jerome probably wanted Leon did not want to go to war and wanted to give Leon and wanted to probably to give Leon up. But Jerome Jerome is being the voice of he is being a a, a kind of a, a consigliere so to speak. He is giving Franklin all the options, not leaning towards one way. Or not, you know, going like, "Hey, you got you need you need to do this, you need to do that." He's kind of presenting, he's kind of allowing Franklin to be the guy, so to speak. He's kind of in a way that I mean, we know Franklin runs the show from that from that part of the family, but he, he's given. it Seems like Jerome is giving Franklin room, basically giving him the space to make his own decision, and basically saying, "Look, I'll provide you with the information, but ultimately, this is going to be your call." So I felt that way in, in terms of um, with, with Jerome and, and, and his, his, his you know, conversations and his interactions with uh, Leon, not with Leon, but with uh, Franklin over the course of the episode. And that probably Jerome probably saved, uh, without knowing, it, he probably saved Leon's life. Um, we mentioned Leon and his being distraught over the killing of the girl. He's, so he's in an apartment. And this is where FX got us, got got us, or got got us with the Okie doke. When you see in the in the preview, Franklin put a head, put a gun to Leon's head. That was a dream or a nightmare, so to speak. Uh, that Jerome and Leon, that Jerome and uh, Leon has a nightmare about Jerome and Franklin coming in. And you know, there's no bullets in the gun that Jerome gave him. And then you you see Franklin, you see uh, Kadija laughing. Saying they're gonna kill you, saying you're gonna die, basically, and then he wakes up. Leon wakes up in uh, in a cold sweat. So clearly, he's, you know, he's clearly having post traumatic, you know, post traumatic, uh, PTSD, post traumatic syndrome from that shooting, and and clearly dealing with his own form of trauma with uh, with, with with what transpired in, in the last episode. Um Man Boy Scully and Khadija are at, are at the house and this this was a very I, I love this scene because it, it told you it told you everything you need to know about this dynamic between these three. Man boy walks in the house and immediately, immediately go of the streets, Scully is supposed to blow is supposed to blow Man Boy away. It's supposed to blow him away. But man, boy, and and man, boy is so listen. Man, boy is is a chess player. He so man, boy says basically says, "Hey, kill if you kill me, that's not going to bring back uh, your daughter. He's not going to bring back your daughter." And man, boy, and you know, Scully is of course emotional. Um, Scully basically thinks man, boy came to basically come up, came to tell him, I told you so. Cause apparently man boy had told Scully, you know, off screen, Hey, don't bring your daughter around this shit. Keep your, keep your family away from this. And of course, Scully being as, you know, irrational and as crazy as he is, uh, didn't heed to that advice and you know, what happened happened. And he and a couple of reasons why Scully didn't kill man boy. Number one, and again, this is how smart Manboy is. Even before Manboy walked in that door, he'd already spoken to Khadijah. Khadijah then basically says, "You know, tell Scully, look, he's he's going to apologize, he's going to fix it." So that man boy, man boy knew going into that to that house that he wasn't going that he really his his life wasn't really in major jeopardy. He he knew that going in. He had already he had already planned to see with Khadijah, who by the way has a lot of power. Uh, Khadijah was checking dudes left and right in this episode. She checked. She's checking drug kingpins left and right in terms of man boy and uh, scum. And she basically. Um, you know, she basically calls them out later on and says, what are you guys doing? You need to go out there and 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 you need to go out there. I want Leon dead. I want Leon dead. And I'll flush out the Khadijah character a little bit more later on in the episode, but a very troubled character, a very, you know, she's kind of resigned to the life that she's, you know, the life that um, that she's in, that she's a part of. So you get Leon... um, So Leon, uh, so Scully goes on the hunt for Leon. Um, And Leon, of course, Leon being Leon, he leaves the apartment. He goes to one of his hideouts in the projects where of course everybody's gonna be looking for him. (laughs) Like, you know, everybody's gonna be looking for him. So he gets some, he goes into, you know, goes into his uh, his old spot in the projects, gets, you know, gets some money. Uh, out of the out of the couch, out of the couch, and then lo and behold, to no one's surprise, Scully spots him along with another one of Scully's soldiers, and they start shooting. Because Scully starts shooting at Leon, starts shooting at Leon, and luckily for Leon, Franklin and Jerome come and basically save his ass. And uh, Franklin had a funny line, and it says, "Get your dumb ass in the car." So they drive. They they shoot at uh, Scully. They drive off. And um, they drive off and and save and, and, you know, and save um, Leon's uh, life. Um, Also, you have, you had Gustavo and Teddy discussing Lucia. Now, again, Gustavo, this is another situation where so Gustavo breaks into his sister-in-law's house to see his nephews, see his nephews, of course. Um, and she doesn't know he's in there. She, he's drunk. She calls the cops. And instead of laying low, instead of being quiet, Gustavo gets loud. The cops, he gets into a wrestling match with the cops, and then he yells, I'm with the CIA, I'm with the CIA. And which, which he technically is, and Teddy Mack has to bail out uh, Gustavo once again for doing some dumb shit, and you have, and Teddy says, look, you know, we can't, you can't keep doing this, basically. You got you to get yourself together, and Gustavo says, listen, you help me find Lucia, Lucia, and, you know, I'll basically do whatever you say. And, of course, we know Lucia – uh, was a former. We know Lucia. We haven't seen her since season two. I believe that they are going to be setting up for, for Lucia to come back. I don't think that they would mention this if just to, just to just for us to just for us to uh, find out that she's dead. I, I just don't think that this is that type of show. So I expect to see Lucia back at at the end of the season and really into season five. I think there's too much going on in season four for her to play a major part. Uh, For this season, there's just too many other storylines, but I expect her to be back uh, at the end of the season and and go into and and definitely into season five. Finally, Franklin uh, gives up. Refuses to give up uh, Leon to Manboy. Manboy calls Franklin out for being a hypocrite, basically saying, you know, this time last year, I gave up my guy when he fucked up. I expected you to do the same. I thought you was I thought you was about the business and nothing. I thought you was just about business. That's the one thing I respected about you is when it comes to business, you you know, you didn't mess around, you didn't never let personal get in the way of business. So it, he's basically right for the most part, uh, in terms of how he reads Franklin. Uh but Franklin, you know, says, I don't give, unlike uh, unlike you, I don't give up my peoples. And Basically, you know, Manboy says, you know, when sharks see blood, they go after him. And, you know, man, it was a real, it was a great, a brilliant back and forth between the two actors, uh, uh, Damson Ildris and Melvin Gregg, uh, who plays Manboy. You know, Manboy, you know, really came at, <laughs> he really came at Franklin in the scene. He says, I remember when you had Compton when you had the projects, when you had everything. Now, you know, Crenshaw, now I got Compton and Scully has, well, I got Scully has Crenshaw and the projects are done. And Franklin retorts and says, I got the plug, which is true. And at that point, I think that. Man boy, see, I, I think that man boy does not. I don't think man boy wants to kill Franklin. I really don't. I think it's Scully. See, if that, if, if if Scully would have called with Franklin, he's, Franklin would have been dead. Scully, Scully genuinely wants to kill Franklin. Man boy is smart enough to. He wants to use Franklin, uh, in for uh, You know, in terms of the business, he really could have killed them. I mean, I know Franklin had two other guys with him, but they, they, man boy could have killed. Them. Franklin then and there, um and manboy basically says, listen, the war will be over if you give up if you give up Leon we'll stop but I'll talk to I'll talk to um I'll talk to Scully smooth things out, the war will be over, but Franklin still refuses to give up um Franklin still refuses to give up uh Leon. so again we talked about themes about dysfunctional family um ultimately when you talk about the dysfunctional families we're talking about the leon the franklin leon dynamic and also man boy khadijah and scully um i want to go back to that to that scene where so scully and man boy are in the same house, okay? And they're dead. Scully's place, and at this point, you know, Scully's not going to kill him. Scully, matter of fact, Scully was in is, is in a place of vulnerability at this point because he really's feeling guilty. Scully, Scully knows in his heart of hearts that he's basically responsible for it. You know, for a, a dead five-year-old, he knows this. So, man, boy, again. It, Man boy, is so smart. He plays the you know does some reverse psychology and you're like, "No man, it's not on you." You know, I it's not on you. It's not on you. So it gets to a point where again, these are two guys who are supposed to be killing trying to kill each other. It's to a point where Scully says, I'm "Staying over." So, you know, it just it just goes to show you that, you know, despite the chaos, despite the code of the streets that, you know, family at times can win out. And we saw it with Leon and Franklin. Code of the streets, Franklin is supposed to kill Leon. Now I'm glad that that Franklin did not kill Leon. I like the, I like the character Leon, um, you know, followed him since season one. He's been a big part of the show, but the code of the street, he, Leon's supposed to be dead right now. There's no, like the upside, there's really no upside in keeping Leon alive, if you're frankly. Outside of just pure loyalty. Uh we mentioned we talked about Lucia's return. I uh, like I said, I think that uh she'll be back by the end of the season. Um also the reporter Irene got some more information in regards to uh she got some more information on Teddy Mack. In regards to the two guys that he set up, uh, that were drug dealers uh, back in season two, and again, I have to, I have to watch season two. There's a lot. They're pulling, they're pulling a lot of threads from season two. Uh, it's almost like the show is telling you you need, you need to go back and watch season two. So they had they she spoke to the reporter, spoke to two the two Colombian drug dealers, and basically said that they didn't get any type of. Uh, uh, representation. They uh, due process. They didn't get any due process. Um, so keep your eyes on that. As she, you know, she's digging deeper into to finding more information, not only information about Franklin, but information about Teddy Mack And the MVP is Khadijah. Uh I thought the actress who played Khadijah did was was the the star of this episode. Her performance again. It's very easy to, to overact uh, playing a role like this when you lost a child, have a child murdered in front of you. Um, they, they And I, I love how they wrote it. it. She was despondent. She was tough. She was fierce. She, um, she, and like a lot of women in this, think about this show, right? Like a lot of women, In this program, she has power. Louis has power. Franklin's mother, Sissy, has power. And she's the latest along that line to where she really, she, I mean, she checked Van Boy, she checked Scully. She checked Scully multiple times in this episode. She checked him at the hospital, basically saying, Let these people do their job. I'm getting out these clothes and going home. You can do what you do. She checked and she checked him at the house, saying, You up here, you know, buddy buddy playing buddy, buddy with man, boy, go, go find Leon and kill him. So I'm looking forward to following this character throughout the course of the season. Um, I don't know who this actress is, but she did a tremendous job. And she definitely was the MVP of this episode. And really, you know, really a sad story. We think about this, right. Scully put her in a position to where she could be shot and her kid, her child could be killed. She's so married to the game that she's resigned to that life. Like she, has, there's no way, she has no way, there's no way out for her. And that is, you know, it is very, um, you know, again, it's, it's a very sad state of affairs when you think about the character and you think about the, the, the despair of that character, that she's stuck in between true two drug kingpins. I mean, listen, do a little backstory on her and Man Boy probably, I'm sure Manboy man boy probably told her to stay away from Scully. I'm sure he did. But how, why, why was she listen to you when you are, when you're, you're, you're rising to be a drug kingpin? fan. When you're in these streets. So of course she's not, not going to follow your advice. Uh, if you, you know, it's not like, you know, man boy not a, you know, a lawyer, it's not like she, man boy went to college or something. So um, I, again, I'm, I'm looking forward to following this character. And seeing uh, her journey throughout the course of the season again, I through through the first five episodes, I've been completely just completely satisfied with the direction of the season. They are put. I, I like how they Franklin should have killed Leon, period. And I like how they are are making Franklin uh, are are showing Franklin making these mistakes. He's been making, he's been making a lot of mistakes. Like he's not there yet, as far as as far as his journey of fully grown drug kingpin. He's not there yet. He's not. He's not Avon Barksdale. He's not Nino Brown. You know, he's not. He's not there yet. He's twenty-one. He's still a twenty-one. He's not a kid, but he's still. He's still twenty-one, and he's still going through uh, these growing pains. Um. I don't know, there was no no Avi this episode, so I expect to see Avi back um he always he always makes the episodes he always adds some adds some to the episode when he's in the the actor who plays him does a brilliant job playing that role um so look forward to seeing him back uh next week and uh we'll see what transpires next week um as always you can you can find this podcast i'll put this podcast up before the night is over it'll be up before uh be yeah, up before midnight. um, And you can find me on, of course, anywhere where podcasts are available. Whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Spotify. And, of course, you can go to my YouTube channel. Have a great, great rest of the evening. I'll see you next time.